Hallelujah. We thank God for this wonderful time once again for gathering us together tonight. Hallelujah. So let us go into the word and receive from God, hear from him what he has to speak to us. Let's open up the book of Isaiah chapter number 53. Isaiah chapter number 53 and verse number 5. Isaiah 53 verse number 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. So tonight what we are going to look at is sin, iniquity and transgression. Sin, iniquity and transgressions which are three different things. Okay, it's not one and the same. Uh, iniquity and transgressions are forms of sin but it's different from sin. And the Bible says this scripture I have picked up because what was the price paid? That is what the Bible speaks about. The Bible speaks that he, Jesus, Isaiah is prophesying about Jesus that he was what wounded for our transgressions. So in order for our transgressions to be taken away, what happened to him? He was wounded. Or in other words, in other version, it says he was bru uh, sorry, he was pierced or wounded. Okay, I will come to that and explain you. Tra for transgressions, it's specific, it's not sins, it's wounded for our what? Transgressions. And then he was bruised for the iniquities. Okay, so Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. So by his wounds and because he was pierced, the transgressions in our lives can be taken away. I will come to that giving you explanations. Okay, what is transgression and how by his wounds we are forgiven and we are cleansed and taken away. The transgressions in our life is taken away and what is transgression? And by the bruises he took, the iniquities are forgiven. Then what about sins? The sins are forgiven through his death on the cross. Okay? So it is by his wounds the transgressions are forgiven. It is by his bruises that iniquities are forgiven. And then it is by the death of Jesus on the cross that our sins are taken away. It is the death on the cross. We will come, we will come to the sin at the last part. We will start off with transgression. But let me give you the verses which says that he died for our what? Sins. Okay, not for our transgressions. The wounds took away the transgressions and the bruises took away the iniquities. But he died for our sins. Romans chapter number 5 verse 8. Romans chapter number 5 verse number 8. Romans 5 verse number 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So that is what it says that he was, he died for our sins. Let me take you to another verse in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 verse 3. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 
verse number three. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins. He died for our sins. Okay. <clears throat> According to the scriptures, and he was buried. and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture so he died for our sins romans uh, chapter number 6 verse number 23 what is that do you do you know that verse for the wages of sin is death and but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord the wages of sin when man when men sin the wage is death not the death uh, by accident it it's the death in hell is the eternal death in hell it is talking about okay second corinthians chapter number 5 verse 21 second corinthians chapter number 5 verse number 21 for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him okay he became sin for us and died on the cross so these are the verses so he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities and he died for our sins sin iniquity and transgressions let us start off with transgression what is transgression what is transgression transgression is crossing the limit or instruction that god has given you transgression is crossing or trespassing the limit or instruction that god has given you it's not same as sin transgression is different what it is crossing the limit or instruction that god has given you it is a form of sin because it is counted under disobedience but it's categorized as transgression because it's specific to trespassing the instruction and the limits of god okay and this word it's trespassing the instruction the commandment or the limits of god and transgression is when we disobey the instruction or the commandment of god that is specific to us that is specific to us it is about is it is in relationship with the rema word of god that is given to us for example god told me that rahul you will not go out of this house you have to stay in the house but what i do is that is that is a word that is specific to me a instruction that the lord has given to me it does not applies to every one of you okay it is specific to me it is a instruction to me it is a command to me and then what i do is i don't stay in the house after two days i cross the limit i go out of the house i transgressed the commands of the lord that is transgression are you understanding it's different from sin it's trespassing and crossing the instruction or the commandment that god has given you personally god has given you what personally let me take you to the scriptures with which talks about transgressions in first samuel chapter number 15 do you know king saul was a transgressor amen okay and when when you grow in transgressing the commands of the lord it gives birth to the sin of witchcraft okay stay with me uh first samuel chapter number 
will let's go to that scripture and see what it has to offer to us and verse number first samuel chapter number 15 and verse number let's start from verse number 16 onwards let's start from 16 then samuel said to saul be quiet and i will tell you what the lord said to me last night and he said to him speak on so samuel said when you were little in your own eyes were you not head of the tribes of israel and did not the lord anoint you king over israel now the lord sent you on a mission and said go and utterly destroy the sinners the amalekites and fight against them until they are consumed this, this was the specific instruction of the lord to saul okay why then did you not obey the voice of the lord why did you swoop down on the spoil and do evil in the sight of the lord and saul said to samuel but i have obeyed the voice of the lord and gone on the mission on which the lord sent me and brought back agag king of amalek i have utterly destroyed the amalekites but the people took of the plunder sheep and oxen the best of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice to the lord your god in gilgal saul is justifying himself verse number 22 so samuel said has the lord as has the lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrificing sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft i will come to that and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry okay underline that underline those verses we will come to that at a later part because you have rejected the word of the lord he has also he also has rejected you from being king then saul said to samuel i have sinned for i have transgressed i have transgressed that is transgression you see that i have transgressed the commandment of the lord and your words because i feared the people and obeyed their voice you see transgression transgression is crossing the limit of god that he has set for you transgression is trespassing his commandments that are specific to you now the bible says that god told now it was a desire of god from the time israel went out of came out of egypt that god wanted to destroy the amalekites and the amalek people and that mission was given to king saul king saul was privileged and he was asked god told him specifically that destroy everyone don't take any spoil uh don't take any any things any goods destroy utterly destroyed ev- everyone and also kill the king of the amalekites that is king agag but saul disobeyed the instruction of the lord that is transgression are we understanding he said i have transgressed the commandment of the lord now that was a instruction and a commandment to saul that is not a commandment to all of us so commandments that are specific to us when we break those commandments we commit transgression are we understanding sin is different sin is different sin is a act of disobedience to the commandments of god which is same for everyone it's not that 
you it's 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 not that adultery is a sin for you and it's not a sin for me it's a sin for everyone because the commandment is same for every one of us but transgressions comes into the picture when we transgress the commandments of god that are specific to us hallelujah are we understanding amen hallelujah god told me not to marry that girl it was the god told me it was the the instruction is specific to me but i went ahead and married that girl i transgressed the commandment of god okay not to marry that girl that that commandment is not for you it's specific to me and god spoke to me even after god spoke to me and told me not to do it i went ahead and did it i transgressed are we understanding transgressions okay hallelujah so Saul transgressed the commandment of the lord transgression is when you disobey the instructions of the lord specific to you okay hallelujah you cross the limit you trespass the commandment you trespass the limit okay consistent transgression without repentance god is speaking to you do this and you don't do it god says stays here and you don't stay there you go uh, go somewhere else and when you are consistent in transgressing the command of the lord it it makes you a rebellious person that is that is the rise to rebellion that is what happened to the children of israel you see that god was giving specific instructions to them but again and again they were transgressing the commands of the lord when we consistently transgress the commands that god gives us without repentance the spirit of rebellion starts to function in us and when the spirit of rebellion comes in us we are led to witchcraft knowing knowingly or unknowingly okay hallelujah how does that happen because when we are consistent in transgressing the command of the lord where we are we are outside the limits of god and when we are outside the limits of god the holy spirit will not be there the demonic spirits will try will will start to control and lead us that's why people get into witchcraft do you know saul at the end of his life got into spiritist things and occultic things and witchcraft he went to a familiar spirit a woman that hath us had a familiar spirit to consult her that was witchcraft that was against the word of the lord why why he started to do that because he was a transgressor of the commandment of the lord let me show you this is one transgression that saul committed let me show you before this another transgression that he did first samuel chapter number 13 first samuel chapter number 13 verse number 8 to 13 first samuel chapter number 13 verse number 8 then he waited 7 days according to the time set by samuel but samuel did not come to gilgal and the people were scattered from him now the commandment of the lord to saul was through samuel that wait samuel said wait till i come to gilgal and offer the sacrifice you have to wait for me you don't offer the sacrifice Samuel said I will offer the sacrifice that was the commandment specific to Saul so Saul said bring bring a burnt offering and peace offerings here to me and he offered the burnt offering now it happened as soon as he had finished presenting the burnt offering that Samuel came and Saul went out to meet him and that he might greet him 
and samuel said what have you done saul said when i saw the people were scattered from me and you did not come within the days appointed and that the philistines gathered together at michmash then i said the philistines will now come down on me at gilgal and i have not made supplication to the lord therefore i felt compelled and offered a burnt offering you see saul speaks a lot because he justifies himself in everything hallelujah the commandment of the lord is simple just obey don't don't cross it and try to justify don't transgress it okay any which way verse 13 and samuel said to saul you have done foolishly you have not kept the commandment of the lord your god that is transgression which you which he commanded you underline that and that is transgression that is the meaning of transgression verse number 13 you have not kept the commandment of the lord your god which he commanded you specific to you which he gave to you okay for now the lord would have established your kingdom over israel forever but now your kingdom shall not continue hallelujah are we understanding transgression now okay so that is what is transgression the commandments and the instructions specific to you you cross it you trespass it you disobey it transgression let me take you to another example of transgression in the bible first kings chapter number 2 the book of first kings chapter number 2 and verse number 36 36 to 46 we will read then the king sent and called for shimai and said to him This is King Solomon talking to Shimei the one who who had insulted David if you don't know okay let me read ahead Shimei and said to him build yourself a house in Jerusalem and dwell there and do not go out from there anywhere that is the commandment instruction for it shall be on the day you go out and cross the brook Kidron know for certain you shall surely die your blood shall be on your own head and shimai said to the king the saying is good as my lord the king has said so your servant will do so shimai dwelt in jerusalem many days now it happened at the end of 3 years that two slaves of shimai ran away to akish the son of maka king of gath and they told shimai saying look your slaves are in gath so shimai arose saddled his donkey and went to akish at gath to seek his slaves and shimai went and brought his slaves from gath and solomon was told that shimai had gone from jerusalem to gath and had come back then the king sent and called for shimai and said to him did i not make you swear by the lord and warn you saying no for certain that on the day you go out and travel anywhere you shall surely die and you said to me the word i have heard is good Why then have you not kept the oath of the Lord and the commandment that I gave you that is transgression I gave you a instruction but you did not obey it transgression the king said moreover to Shimei you know as your heart acknowledges all the wickedness that you did to my father David therefore the Lord will return your wickedness on your own head But King Solomon shall be blessed and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benaiah the son of Jehoiada 
and he went out and struck him down and he died thus the kingdom was established in the hand of solomon hallelujah here is another example of transgression where a specific instruction was given to shemai you should not cross the border of jerusalem solomon said come what may but he crossed the borders of jerusalem he went out to gath to seek for his slaves and when he came back solomon said why did you do it you have transgressed the oath that you took in the presence of the lord hallelujah are we understanding transgression so we have to we have to understand and realize transgression iniquity and sin are three different th things first of all and we are right now on transgression and transgression has his has its own penalties iniquities has its own penalties and sins have its own penalty and to take away the punishment or the penalty that comes through transgression jesus was wounded okay everyone say jesus was wounded for my transgressions everyone say that okay hallelujah remove your mute and say that jesus was wounded for my transgression say that amen okay listen to me now he was wound the uh, another word of for wound is also pierced for a transgression wound is something that includes a cut it's he was pierced many version esv version of the bible says he was pierced that is also a right word that they are using wounded is also the right word pierced is also the right word so jesus was wounded or pierced for a transgression where he was wounded as per the scriptures he was wounded on his head in his hands in his legs and in his side okay and this four things takes away the penalty that comes through transgressions when we transgress the commands of the lord specific to us there are penalties and jesus paid those price for those penalties by getting the wounds on his head on his hands on his legs and on his side matthew's chapter number 27 let's turn to matthew's chapter number 27 and verse number listen to me very carefully now matthew's chapter 27 verse number 29 let's go to 29 When they had twisted a crown of thorns they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand <coughs> and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him saying hail king of the jews then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head okay the bible says that a crown of thorns they twisted the thorns and made a crown of it and put it on the head of jesus then they took the reed which was they they which they gave in the right hand of jesus took the reed it was like a stick a rod and started to beat the thorns so when the thorns were beaten by the reed it started to pierce the head of jesus the skull of jesus or the skin of jesus so he he was wounded on the head first of all he was what wounded on the head so the first penalty when we transgress the command of the lord is 
that the glory of man is taken away from him leaving him with shame and reproach the penalty of transgression the first penalty of the head signifies the glory of man are we understanding and when we transgress the command of the lord what happens to us is the glory of man is taken away from us leaving us with shame and reproach that is what happened to shimai that is what happened to king saul their recognition their glory was taken away from them and even though he was sitting on the seat of the king he was full of shame and reproach okay he was just a king in the eyes of people but actually he was not not the king the glory of his kingship was taken away when we transgress the command of the lord the glory is taken away leaving us with shame and reproach but that penalty is been paid by jesus because he received the wounds on his head to redeem us from the transgression from the penalty of the transgression which takes which brings us shame and reproach and takes away our glory hallelujah are we understanding the second thing is he was pierced he was wounded on his hands okay the bible says now let me let, you we all know verse 35 the same verse matthew's chapter number 27 the same chapter verse 35 they say that they crucified him crucifixion is nailing both the hands on the cross so he was wounded in his hands okay so the second penalty of transgression is when we transgress the commandment of the lord the work of the hands the work of our hands is taken away from us the bible says that samuel told saul the kingdom has been taken away from your hands it's been taken away from you the work of the lord the purposes of god when we transgress his commandments the purposes of god the work that the lord gives us in our hands the kingdom the authority that god gives us in our hands when we transgress the penalty is it is taken away from our hands but the hands of jesus were wounded for to pay the penalty for the our transgressions that we may be forgiven hallelujah that we may be forgiven the third thing is when he was crucified not only the hands but also the legs were wounded it was pierced okay hallelujah one of another the third penalty of transgression is we start to we 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 are stuck with the, our progress spiritually is stuck hallelujah the legs signifies our progress hallelujah when we transgress the commands of the lord we are no longer led by the lord the lord no longer backs us up the lord no longer takes us ahead we are stuck at one place we are stuck at the same place are we understanding you see saul king saul becomes became so mad because at david because david was prospering but yet he was having because the gifts and the calling of god is irrevocable the position was there the throne was there but saul was not progressing david was progressing 
even though he did not had the throne he was progressing because he was living a life pleasing to god but here because of the transgressions of saul saul was was stuck at one place that's why he became mad he was tormented by demonic spirits because he was stuck the bible says he used to sit on his throne and he used to pass the spear in his hand to and fro like this that is how that is how people who are filled who are overcome who are overcome by demonic spirits and sins are transgressions are they don't know what to do always they are anxious doing like this not knowing what to do and the same spear the bible says he threw at david why because he was jealous of the progress of david when he was not himself progressing why he was not progressing transgression when you have transgression in your life you don't progress anywhere might be in the eyes of people you are even a pastor sitting on the position of a pastor but no progress saul was a king people looked to him as a king but no progress in the spirit but jesus was wounded in his legs to deliver us from the penalty of transgressions that we may continue to progress hallelujah amen the fourth the fourth penalty is he was wounded on his side he was pierced on his side what is the meaning of that the meaning of that is when we transgress the legacy is taken away from us the legacy of of the lord this side represents birthing the side represents reproduction the side represents legacy are we understanding people Amen when you remember when Adam God uh, brought Adam to sleep in a deep sleep and he took the ribs from his side and created Eve it represents legacy and when he took the wound on his side the fourth penalty of transgression is as uh, king Saul not only he he died but his children died and his kingdom was taken away so he was because of his transgression he was not allowed to carry out the legacy of god in his generation it was given to david hallelujah and jesus took the wound on his side to deliver us from that penalty of transgressions hallelujah amen are we understanding transgression he was wounded pierced for our transgressions oh my god thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah amen we need to understand what is transgressions if you are going through any of the four penalties there is transgression in your life hallelujah there is transgression in our lives if you are facing any of the four penalties in our life there is transgression if we are covered with shame and reproach and the, it, it it's like the glory is taken away everywhere we are getting shame and reproach there is a transgression evidence that we need it, it needs to be dealt with by the wounds by his wounds hallelujah he took away our transgression he was wounded for our transgressions hallelujah if there is no if there is no multiplication if there is nothing in our hands that god is giving us there is a there is transgressions in our life if we are not progressing spiritually even though we are pastors or prophets or whatever we know we are not progressing spiritually there is transgression hallelujah if our legacy god's legacy is not transmitted to the next generation 
Hallelujah there is transgression and the Bible says he was wounded he was wounded on the head he was wounded in his hands he was wounded in his legs he was wounded in his side for our transgressions are we understanding now okay so let's go to iniquities what are iniquities let me first define iniquities and then we will go to the scripture for the evidence and explanation iniquities iniquities are ancient patterns of sin iniquities are ancient pattern of sin iniquities are generational transferable repetitive and inherited sins okay iniquities are ancient pattern of sins they are generation transferable repetitive and inherited sins so these are long ancient sins it did not start with you it came to you because your father did it and it came to your father because the forefather was in it it those are long patterns of sin that are coming from your ancestors that are coming through the flesh and blood because you were born through them you were born through their sperm you were born through the mother's womb and the womb of your mother in the created your flesh and blood that the body you have it is inherited in the flesh it is long it is long it's ancient exodus chapter number 34 verse 7 Let's go there. Exodus chapter number 34. Verse number 7. Keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. You see there is a differentiation in the Bible. Iniquity, transgression and sin. We we should not only deal with sin. There is also iniquities and transgression. Okay. forgiving iniquity transgression and sin by no means clearing the guilty visit, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation that is iniquity visiting not the sins visiting not the transgression if your father transgressed it will not come to you but the iniquity will come on you hallelujah because the iniquity is the ancient sin that comes on you visiting the iniquities on the children on the children's children's to the third and the fourth generation so iniquity is something that is we have inherited from our, from flesh and blood many things we are not able to overcome because we have inherited it our father used to do it yes the biological father you have he used to do your mother was in it and the same thing you are doing it it's an iniquity and you have not dealt with it you are dealing with disobedience that is sin but you are not dealing with iniquity because you are not able to overcome it iniquity is like a magnet very strong magnet not even a mag i i will call a very strong magnet like something that is stuck with you and it, you are not able to get rid of it you even went on a 3 day fast or a 4 day fast but it is not going out of your life that's iniquity it's stuck with you because you have inherited it from your fathers and your forefathers it has been transferred to you are we understanding okay hallelujah let me take you to another verse let me take you to another verse psalm chapter number 51 Psalms chapter number 
and verse number uh yes verse number 5 verse number 5 read read together with me 51 psalm 51 verse 5 behold i was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me hallelujah that is that is a revelatory verse many people don't meditate on it uh, uh david is saying i was brought forth in iniquity in other version it says i was shaped in iniquity hallelujah listen to me very carefully now when you are born from your mother's womb the devil uses the iniquity of your fathers and the forefathers of your mother your grandmother and the generations before you the devil uses that iniquity to shape your life and destiny and your journey on earth yes the devil uses that's why when you start your life and even in your teenage age even when you grow 20 years old 21 years old your life is disconnected from god heaven has a different purpose for you but you are going somewhere else because the iniquity in which you were born shaped your life i was shaped in iniquity david says are we understanding i was shaped in iniquity iniquity can give you the devil the demons assigned over your ancestors when you are born it will use the iniquities of your of your generational line of your bloodline to shape your life hallelujah god has called you but that the purpose of god the mystery of god is completely hidden no one knows you yourself don't know it it is not coming to you but you are following a pathway at the age of 11 you became a drug addict at the age of 13 you you started to get into fornication you are going on a pathway which was shaped with iniquity that came through your father's line are we understanding hallelujah many times when we are when we are born the devil uses the iniquities to shape our lives and destiny and the same controls our lives for us to take a different path which is not ordained by god no one is born holy listen to me no one is born holy when we come to the stature and accept jesus in our life in the right way then we are sanctified by his blood we are not born holy we are not born believers we are not born christians we are shaped we are born in iniquity and conceived in sin even our conceiving is by sin sex was a holy activity before adam and eve fell into sin sex was a holy activity i tell you but after they were corrupted by and deceived by the devil sex became a unholy activity nowadays christians don't even know that some kinds of sexual activities that they even do inside of marriage it's demonic one of them is oral sex it's demonic god did not ordain it i, I those are sensitive to- topics i will not go into that but though many things like condoms it's not from god there is a verse in the bible where it says that what's what was her name tamar hallelujah the sons of juda you know the first hus- the husband died and then juda as per the custom gave the brother of the husband to sleep with her to so that the brother can raise up what uh, a child for his brother elder brother and the bible says that brother went to sleep and he threw his semen on ground and the God, and the lord was angry with him so those kinds of sexual activities are demonic my dear friends and many of us 
our parents had sex in that manner and then we were born we were conceived in sin hallelujah amen are we together are we understanding or should i should i not go okay listen to me we were conceived in sin the sexual activities that were performed for us to be born there was corruption in it there was pollution in it there was sin in it in it hallelujah sex is a activity that god has ordained which is a holy activity but because sin entered mankind our our mind got got corrupted and we perform those activities mostly through the spirit of lust and not through true love and affection any which ways i am not going into that but that is we are conceived in sin and shaped in iniquity hallelujah hallelujah jesus came through the holy spirit he did not come through sex hallelujah he did not come through sex that's why amen because he did not wanted to come through because he had to be sinless lamb of god and he came by the holy spirit you see the birthing process is a holy process jesus was born by the holiness of god jesus was born by holy spirit but we cannot be done away with this with this sex thing hallelujah because many many most all of us are conceived in sin and shaped in iniquity okay coming back to the iniquity the iniquity shaping the life and the journey and the destiny of mankind the devil uses the iniquity of the forefathers let me give you a example okay first chronicles chapter number 4 <coughs> first chronicles turn with me to first chronicles chapter number 4 and let's read verse number 9 now jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name jabez saying because i bore him in pain hmm? i bore him in pain not only physical pain emotional pain okay she uh, sorrowful pain that kind of a pain and jabez called on the on the god of israel saying oh that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that i may not cause pain so so god granted him what he requested the mother's words shaped his life you see and jabez had to through the activity of prayer jabez had to had to cancel that iniquity that was placed upon his life he said lord i don't want to give any more pain because my life, because my mother told she bore me in pain a long time back i wa- i was a part of of the church and there was a prophet in the church and the once the prophet came with this verse and he said i am not he said i am not quoting on on the scripture but as per what i received from the lord is jabez was born through a wedlock he was not born through a proper marriage that is what he said now 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 he said clearly it's not in the scripture but this is what something i want to say to you that's why the mother kind of said oh this is an unwanted child you know i did not want it he came suddenly so that was his perspective but maybe he was not able to explain and the whole church rose up against that word he, he said but i did not persecute that man because i knew some things from the spirit um are that men receive are true 
Hallelujah. But the whole church persecuted so much so that he had to come and ask forgiveness on the pulpit for saying that thing. Because the church was a kind of a Pharisee church, you know. Uh, any which ways, let it be. Hallelujah. So that, and I remember the revelation that he brought. Hallelujah. You know, mothers give such identity to children when they, when they were born by chance. When they were born by chance. They did not want to have, oh, I did not want to have him. Uh, he is pain. He is sorrow. I born him in pain and all those things. The iniquity of the mother shaped Jabez's life. You see that? In sin he was conceived and iniquity shaped his life. That iniquity was following him until he started to pray and seek God. And the iniquity was broken. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? That's why we engage in the activity of prayer. Not only, not first of all, not for the deliverance of others. Deliver yourself, my dear friends. First of all, pray to deliver yourself from the iniquity that is shaping your life. Don't go out to preach the gospel so soon. Deliver yourself from the iniquities that are shaping your life. You are going on a pathway that you, do, you should not go. There is iniquity that is shaping your life. Hallelujah. When you have iniquity, another thing that happens to you is if you are praying with iniquity and not dealing with that iniquity, God will not hear your prayers. None of your prayers will be answered. Isaiah chapter number 59. Isaiah chapter number 59. And verse number 1. Verse number 1 onwards. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor is your heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from God. And your sins have hidden his face from you. Iniquities. So that he will not, what? Hear you. For your hand are defiled, hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue has muttered perversity. So many times the Lord is not hearing our prayers because of the iniquities are not dealt with and also we are continuing in those iniquities which is sin something has been inherited by 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 the by by my father it's my decision we i have to take a decision a firm decision in my life that i will not continue in that in that pattern but people continue in the iniquity of their father and there God does not hear them. Hallelujah. Tonight you have to take a decision that whatever you have inherited, you will not continue in the iniquity that came from your father and from your mother. Hallelujah. If your father was a fornicator and an adulterer, the spirit of lust will be so strong in you. But it's upon you that you have to live a sanctified life. If you also, being a Christian, reading the Bible, coming to the church, are continuing in adultery, God will never hear you because there is iniquity. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? There is iniquity. Then it says, then it says, it says your blood, your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. If your father was violent and cursing people, Hallelujah. Are you continuing in those things? Are you continuing in damaging people's life with your own hands, with your own mouth? 
Hallelujah. If you are doing so, you are continuing to carry out the legacy of the bloodshed and of the violence that your forefathers used to do. You are continuing. Though you are a Christian, you are not doing at that level. You are doing it in a subtle way. You don't do it in the church. You do it in your house. So your pastor does not know you. Knows that what you are doing because in a church you are in the church you are a holy person. But the iniquity is not done away with. It's not dealt with. Hallelujah. When you continue in the iniquities, the iniquity comes and you continue in that. You don't resist it. You don't root it out. How to root it out? It's the Bible says he was bruised. I will come to that. He was bruised for our iniquity. Hallelujah. That is that is how we by his bruises. The iniquity has been ta- is is taken away from us. But when we continue in that iniquity, when we continue in that iniquity, it becomes a sin of idolatry, and we become stubborn. That is what First Samuel chapter number fifteen verse twenty three says. Let's go there. First Samuel. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter number fifteen. Verse number twenty-three. This is this is where we, we were in the in the early part of the sermon. For rebellion, the rebellion is the is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Hallelujah! When we con- when we are continuing in the iniquities of our forefathers, we are becoming stubborn and hard and like a stone to God. Stubbornness. That is what Israel did. God said to Moses they are stiff necked people they are stubborn get away from my face i will destroy them and from you i will start another generation because they are stubborn why they were stubborn they were continuing in the iniquities of their forefathers they were not submitting to god that they may be transformed into a new person but you are the same person as your father was i am telling you if you are a real christian no one will look at you and tell you that you are like your father the biological father they will look at at you and they will say oh you are not like your father you are like jesus hallelujah yes that's true if you look at my biological father and look at me you will not even know that i am like like my father i am completely different from my generation completely different because he was bruised for my iniquities that's why i changed that's why i'm a new breed not the breed that my family was giving birth to i am a new breed from heaven i am a new breed of the spirit that came from heaven because he was bruised for from of my iniquity you are not supposed to look and do things like your father you are supposed to be like your father in heaven hallelujah that is your lineage that is our lineage that is where we are coming from and that is where we are going to for we are not the citizens of this earth the bible says are we understanding iniquities iniquities <clears throat> so isaiah coming back to isaiah 53:5 what it says wounded for our transgression and he was bruised for our iniquities where he was bruised first of all he was bruised bruise is something that does not includes a cut medical doctors nurses can you approve that bruise is something that does not includes a cut it's a bruise like someone punched you and it 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 is bruised kind of became black or swollen that is that is a bruise and jesus was bruised on his face okay jesus was 
bruised on his face and by by looking at that let us understand the penalty of iniquity he was bruised on his face matthews chapter number 26 let's go there verse number 67 matthews 26 verse number 67 then they spat in his face and bet him and others struck him with the palms of their hands yes they were slapping him they were slapping jesus bruising jesus on the face on the face they were slapping jesus on the face let me take you to another scripture in john in the gospel of john verse number 18 verse number uh, chapter number 18 sorry chapter number 18 verse number 22 chapter 18 verse number 22 and when he said when he had said these things one of the officers who stood by stood by struck jesus with his palm of with the palm of his hand saying do you answer the high priest like that yes there were there were slaps that our lord and savior received on his face he was bruised on his face why the face signifies the identity to take away the identity that iniquity has given us he was bruised on his face hallelujah to take away hallelujah he was bruised for our iniquities that we will no longer live by the identity that our forefathers iniquity has given us but we will live in the identity that god has given us he was bruised on his face are we understanding hallelujah secondly he was bruised or the bible says in the nkjv scorched in his body his whole body was bruised they flogged him or scorched him on his whole body matthew chapter number 27 <clears throat> verse number 26 matthew's 27 verse 26 then he released barabbas to them and when he had scourged jesus he delivered him to be crucified he was scourged. Scourging is flogging the body, you know, bruising the whole body. John chapter 19, another verse for that uh, bruise in John chapter 19 verse 1. <coughs> John chapter 19 verse 1. So, the, so then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him. So the, the Gospels record that Jesus was scourged or he was bruised in his body. Why he was bruised in his body? In order to destroy the iniquity that we have inherited through the flesh. His body was bruised. Are we understanding the significance? Okay. In order to destroy the iniquity that came through this body that was given to us, the flesh that was given to us by our ancestors, the iniquity dwells in this flesh. He destroyed his own body, delivering us from the iniquities that are passed on by the forefathers and the and the mother mother's line into our lives. His body was broken. His body was bruised. His body was bruised. Hallelujah. Everyone say, remove your mute and say, he was bruised for my iniquity. He was bruised for my iniquity. That is powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's powerful. He was bruised for my iniquity. 
He was bruised for my iniquity. I don't no longer have the identity that iniquity has given me. He was bruised on his face to give me his identity and take away my iniquity. Hallelujah that shaped my identity. Hallelujah. I no longer live in the iniquity that were inherited in my life from my forefathers but he was bruised. His body was bruised so that I can be delivered from the iniquity of my forefathers. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the third and the last one that is sin. What is sin? Sin is a act of disobedience. It's acting against or doing something doing something against the word of the Lord and against the consciousness that is led by the holy spirit that is one definition the de- the second definition is all unrighteousness is sin all kinds of unrighteousness that is what the bible says in first john i will come to that scripture all types of unrighteousness is what it's sin it's a current act of disobedience like like transgression is transgressing the commandment specific to us sin is not like that if the bible says do not commit adultery it's is the commandment for all of us it's the word of god if it says do not steal it's for all of us if jesus said do not lust after a woman in your heart it's for all of us it's not specific to me it's for all of us and when we when we are lustful we are sinning when we commit adultery we sin that is sin when we fornicate there is difference between fornication and adultery by the way fornication is when you are not married you are sleeping live in relationship it's it's not biblical it's demonic hallelujah even in a living relationship you say i am not having sexual intercourse i am just performing some sexual activities like oral sex and all those things we are not having intercourse you are in you are having demons in your life now hallelujah you don't even know you are not even allowed to touch a woman if if that woman is not your wife the bible says that in the book of corinthians now i don't have so much of time the apostle paul says if if that if a woman is not your wife don't even touch that woman don't even touch your woman touch that woman and here we are in a generation where it's okay to apart from sexual intercourse they are doing all sexual activities by kissing and becoming naked in front of each other that is a sin that is fornication adultery is when you are married to to someone and outside of marriage you are having sex you are performing sexual activities not necessarily intercourse you are you are doing sexual activities all kinds of activities with another person that's adultery it's a sin so these are the commands of god and this commands of god when we receive jesus it's in our heart when whenever we do anything though we have not read the bible the holy spirit will say no it's a sin that's why i said something that is against the consciousness led that is led by the holy spirit we do against him we grieve the holy spirit that is a sin david committed adultery sleeping with bathsheba it was a sin samson was sleeping with prostitutes even though he was anointed he was sinning against the lord those are sins are we understanding that sin is not as transgression and iniquity it's different it's a current act of disobedience to the word of the lord all unrighteousness is sin Hallelujah are we understanding so first john let me i don't think people nowadays read their bible carefully see what john says in first john <laughs> they think i am hard i am not hard i am very soft in my teaching see what john says first john and chapter number 3 
chapter number 3 verse number 8 okay hold your hearts now what he says you see this he who sins is of the devil <laughs> straight away he who oh my god he who sins those hanky panky christians justifying their live in relationship and all those things see what john says to them you are of the devil if you are sinning oh you think i am a, i am a hard preacher i am a very soft preacher compared to apostle john he who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil what work the sin the sin you are a christian and still drinking alcohol you are not you are not yet saved even though you accepted jesus you are going to hell that is the truth because you are justifying your sin rather than repenting of your sin and getting rid of it that is the truth you you cannot go to heaven with sins in your life you need to you need to there are sins now there are differentiations of sin there are sins that lead to death and there are sins that do not lead to death if you got angry and then oh lord i got angry that is a different kind of sin but you straight away are going you being a christian and having sex that is a sin that will lead you to death destroy your life make holes in your soul there are types of sins and the bible says that is the type of sin john is if you are sinning he who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil whoever has been born of god does not sin everyone say that whoever has been born of god does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of god have you come to that level you cannot even think of adultery you cannot even think of fornicating because you cannot sin because the seed of god is in you amen hallelujah you cannot even think of betraying someone killing someone for property or for something you cannot christians my, my dear friends I, i am in ministry i know what things are happen happening many people when they come to me i pray for them the first thing about many people god has shown me that they also go to do witchcraft against people they are christians see their audacity being christians they also go to do witchcraft they are of the devil you cannot do that if you are born of god how can you go to do witchcraft if you are a christian how can that happen you are of the devil amen i am telling the truth hallelujah whoever sins is of the devil but if you are of god and born of god you will not even thinking about doing it hallelujah you will you will hate your old life if you used to go to do witchcraft earlier you will hate it oh i will never go go there i will never do it christian say oh brother i am suffering for pornography many people prayed for me what what suffering from pornography from 15 years and you are coming in the church what should i do you don't need any deliverance throw out the cds from your house you are keeping your cds and you are asking me to pray for you oh brother i i smoke cigarettes oh please pray for me what to pray for you don't go to the cigarette shop to buy cigarettes that's all the lord you are of the devil you justify your sins 
Oh no, you don't know brother. We are not strong as you. What? Am I a superhuman being? You are not strong as me. You are saying. I have the same word as you have. We have the same spirit as you. It's been given to you. There is no partiality. Am I a superhuman? Hallelujah. Don't justify. You are of the devil if you justify. People who justify their sins, I know these people don't have the seed of God. These people don't have the seed of God. They are of the devil. They try to justify rather than saying that we are wrong and we need to change. Hallelujah. There is a lot of there is a lot of circus going on in Christianity with these pro- problems nowadays. And pastors themselves say, oh, let it be. We are all sinners. You know, that day a woman messaged me after my sermon. I did not even have a number. She messaged me, Brother Rahul, why you are speaking negative? Why you are speaking about sin? We all are sinners. You should not point out sin. Oh my God. She is, she is disliking me because I am talking about sin. You see, you see the mindset of people. One of the preachers I was ministering with, that preacher, when once I preached about sin, and not, not heavily, very softly, I preached about sin. And that preacher came, he, he told me that, no, 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 you should not. We automatically go to heaven once we receive Jesus. There is nothing called as if we are sinning or not. If we are sinning, automatically the sin will go. What automatically? <laughs> oh my God. He, this is the Bible. This is Apostle John speaking by the Spirit of the Lord. He says that he who sins is of the devil. But he who is born of God cannot sin. They cannot go to do witchcraft. How can you do go to do? Pastors go to do witchcraft. And they call themselves pastors. There is no conviction. How? Is born of God, they cannot sin. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Okay, let me take you to another verse in 1 John itself in chapter number 5, verse number 16 about sin. 1 John chapter number 5 verse number 16 If anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death Hallelujah Let me read that again If anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death he will ask and he will give him life for those for those who commit sin not leading to death There is sin leading to death I do not say that you should that he should pray about that all unrighteousness is sin and there is no there is sin not leading to death there are sins leading to death there are sins not leading to death hallelujah you will ask me apostle Raul which are the sins leading to death grievous sins that that includes mocking Jesus and betraying the betraying the Lord Jesus directly or indirectly are the sins that lead to death for example from if you want to know from the scripture Judas he committed a sin that lead, led to death are we seeing that hallelujah what was his sin betraying the Lord Jesus Christ not only simply betraying the Lord Jesus but I would go ahead to say betraying the Lord Jesus with whom he was for three and a half years and heard him and looked at him and knew that he was the Messiah even after that he betrayed Jesus you will die you are a Christian you tasted of the Lord you saw miracles you had testimonies you heard sermons you had revelations after that you betray the Lord you will go to hell yes sins 
leading to that are we understanding are we understanding what is sin hallelujah and the bible says okay let me that is that is the explanation of sin that i want to give you okay there are sins leading to that there are sins like anger that is a sin that does not leads to that you got angry hallelujah that comes when we are not in the spirit and when the flesh overpowers we get angry hallelujah uh, or or we we skipped our prayer time that is a sin that does not leads to that we have to overcome it and uh, discipline our flesh and again get back into the spirit again get back to the lord those are sins not leading to that are we understanding sins is a act of disobedience to god all unrighteousness is sin and jesus died for our sins why to to suffice which penalty the penalty of death romans chapter number 6 the words that we read earlier <coughs> romans chapter number 6 verse number 23 for the wages of sin is death what is the penalty of sin it's death not the death on the in a road accident not a murder by a thief it's talking about the death eternal death in hell okay once i will take a sermon on hell and okay i will take a sermon on hell because hell is real and many people don't believe it whatever you want to call me you call me oh brother raul you are a you are making people afraid and all those things i i, I don't care i am just teaching the word of the lord and what god speaks to people many people think i am making people afraid i am not be making people afraid instead i am giving them showing them the way to eternal life hallelujah i am not making them afraid i am teaching the truth okay for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord why the gift of god is given because jesus took our place on the cross the cross signifies the place and the position that he took on the cross signifies a place and position of a sinner of a sinner it is our sin that can lead us to death hallelujah that can lead us to death and jesus took our place on the cross he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him by his stripes we are healed that scripture by his stripes we are healed actually it is talking in context to spiritual healing not physical healing because the root of physical healing is to is in the spirit hallelujah i i don't have time about healing that scripture healing that it says by his stripes we are healed that is a revelation to it i will not take it now but let me leave you to the word that defines and uh, says what the scripture says about uh, sin iniquity and transgressions we have a we have a instructions given by the scriptures for us to pray and you got to deal with every type of sin that is transgression iniquity and sin hallelujah let us pray father we want to thank you for this wonderful time lord in the mighty name of jesus lord jesus first of all even before asking you anything we want to give you the glory we want to give you the praise we want to thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you lord for you were wounded it's so easy to for us to pray and say and quote the scripture but actually when there was when you were wounded oh lord you went through so much of pain when you were bruised for our iniquities lord you went through so much of pain and at last 
when the water and the blood in your body was finished and you gave up your spirit you died oh lord you took the penalty of death you took the penalty of the death in hell upon your body lord oh lord if we would be been if we would be in that place lord just one smack from anyone on our head would have made us unconscious but you were conscious because you had to bear the pain in your mind and in your body lord and we want to thank you lord and tonight we pray lord lord our transgressions forgive us by the wounds and the bruises that you took on a, on your body on your head on your hands on your legs lord on your side lord forgive us our transgressions many times lord we have wandered from your commandment lord you told us to do something we did not do we transgressed please forgive us lord forgive us lord the penalty of transgressions take it away by your by your wounds lord by your wounds lord i pray lord i pray that you will take away the penalty of iniquities lord by your bruises on your face and on your on your body lord the penalty of iniquity the iniquities that are been that have shaped our identity that have shaped the identity of people let them be forgiven even as they are asking lord forgiveness lord let them be forgiven by your bruises lord that you took on your face and and on your body lord oh yes come come on people of god pray to the lord personally this is a time of personal prayer i am just i am just praying to lead you into the points hallelujah pray and ask forgiveness by the revelation of what jesus did for your iniquities for your transgressions and for your sins hallelujah and today there will be a great deliverance that the lord can bring bring in your life if you truly consider <coughs> Hallelujah consider and know and repent and humble yourself down for asking forgiveness and getting rid of transgressions iniquities and sins Hallelujah cleanse us cleanse us let there be a mighty cleansing and deliverance in the lives of your people Hallelujah let burdens be lifted off from their shoulders the burden of iniquities and 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 the penalties of transgressions iniquities and sins they were carrying oh lord by the revelation of your word lord let it be lifted off lord let them be free tonight in jesus mighty name even as they pray let them be delivered tonight even as they pray in the mighty name of jesus christ hallelujah hallelujah laya sankrabala halseketia hallelujah thank you lord thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah rebo shampriyal charaba lei priyal charaba darabala halsiantrobo Oh hallelujah lian sokrobo shombro bolo holsi antra balaba leal sokroti ampra tiara baba oh people of god pray hallelujah here is the is is the is the power released through his wounds his bruises and his death on the cross has released that power to and 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 the forgiveness for our iniquities transgressions and sins hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus crucified laid behind a stone you live to die rejected and alone like a rose trampled on the ground you took the fall and thought of me above all above all powers above all kings 
above all nature and all created things above all wisdom and all the ways of man you were here before the world began above all kingdoms above all thrones above all wonders the world has ever known above all wealth and treasures of the earth there's no way to measure what's your worth crucified laid behind the stone you live to die rejected and alone like a rose trampled on the ground you took the fall and thought of me above all thank you lord for your great love oh you were you are the king you are the lord of lords and yet you came down you were you are above all and you will be forever but yet you came down and you died for us you were wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities hallelujah and you died for our sins we give you the glory honor and praise thank you for your mighty work that you are doing in our midst hallelujah thank you for the great deliverance lord by the work on the cross that you have did for us we give you all the glory honor and praise we cover i cover all of us lord thank you that you are really releasing deliverance healing lord in the lives of people even as they are repenting lord hallelujah and realizing lord hallelujah what are the things that were the cause of the problems lord we give you the glory lord i cover all of us with the blood of jesus christ all of our families lord with the blood of jesus christ in jesus mighty name we pray and we all say amen and clap our hands and celebrate the resurrected jesus celebrate the work that he did for us hallelujah come on yeah. hallelujah yeah. hallelujah amen hallelujah